Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. And today, we're going to talk about, we're coming up on February and Valentine's Month and Valentine's Day, and we're talking about health, but we're talking today about men's health. My guest is Dr. Dudley Danoff, and he's a urologist, author, and graduate of Princeton University and Yale University Medical School. He is the urologist to many Hollywood stars and was the recipient of national and international honors. Dr. Danoff's extensive surgical experience and expertise, particularly in the treatment of prostate, kidney, and bladder cancers, has achieved him worldwide recognition. He's widely published. He's the author of two best-selling books. He's lectured around the world, and he's respected as a community philanthropist. He's the author of the new book. Actually, it's about a year old, but it's fabulous. The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health. And today we're going to talk about health in terms of how you can be healthy and sexy in 2020 around this time of year and all throughout the year. Welcome, Dr. Danoff. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you very much. Good. Is it Danoff or Danoff? No, Dan Dan and off. Oh, oh, okay. I got it right then. Right. Good. All right. So, you know, one of the things that um, you have said, and I'm going to quote you because I think it's very well, very well said. You said, you know, the new year provides a perfect incentive to make healthy choices part of your everyday life. But to make sure to make those resolutions stick, you have to understand why we set them in the first place. So let's talk about good tips for the new year. Well, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of them, uh, and not only are they good for the new year, I think they're good for upcoming Valentine's Day. Uh, I think you can uh, invigorate your sex life with superfoods. Uh, I think uh, that the best aphrodisiac uh, is love. Mm. Uh, I think you have to have safe sex and always keep that in mind. Uh, and you have to be healthy. Uh, making love is a vigorous physical activity, mm-hmm. upper body strength, lower body strength, cardiovascular mm-hmm. fitness. Uh, so uh, those are just a few of my favorites. <laughs> mm. It's so interesting to talk about it that way in terms of health. And, and, and as we get older, it, you know, it is a sign of good health when you're active in that way, don't you think? And this is a sign oh, of good absolutely. health. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, good health and a good healthy sex life, uh, well into old age. I often say as I get older, it takes me all night long to do what I used to do all night long. <laughs> but uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's no less satisfying. Uh, it's no less gratifying. Yeah. And if yeah. you're healthy enough to get yourself, you know, out of bed in the morning and brush your teeth and and walk to the sink, uh, then you're uh, uh, old, healthy enough uh, to have a romantic uh, Valentine's Day. Right. I want to ask you about prostate and prostate disease because it's yeah. very common. Is that something that can be prevented? Talk to talk to us men, fifty, sixty. You know that yeah. may be worried about that. Yes. So the answer is prostate cancer cannot be preventable. 
and, okay. and, but it can be eminently treatable, and the key to eminent treatment is early diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So we have this magic blood test called PSA, called prostate-specific antigen. Every man over the age of 40 should have that done on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it allows us to diagnose a prostate cancer long before it is clinically apparent. And if we can diagnose prostate cancer early, we can cure it. Watchful waiting, active surveillance, uh, the magic robot, preserve potency, preserve continence, but you mm-hmm. can't prevent it. Now, you can decrease your chances of getting it or getting it in a severe form, low-fat diet, a high-protein. Uh, you have to be very cautious if you have a male relative who has prostate cancer. Mm-hmm then you're 30% more likely to get that was it. my question. African-American yeah. male, yeah. you're more yeah. likely to get prostate cancer. 168,000 new cases uh, will be diagnosed this year alone in the United States, Patricia, and about 25,000 men will die from it, but mm. mostly those who have been neglected. So let me ask you, why is it the low-fat diet, the protein, why, why, is that, why does that help prevent it? Well, no, you know, obviously it's anecdotal evidence. We call it the, the prostate cancer diet. Right. Uh, so if you look at African-Americans and African-Africans, in African-Americans, the incidence of prostate cancer is relatively high. It's mm. almost non-existent in African-Africans. Wow. And the main difference there is diet. African-American wow. males have a very yep. high fatty diet and, yep. and uh, African-Africans, same genetic pool. So, you know, that's one of the key hallmarks of that study. Uh, and people rely yep. on it. Now, obviously, we don't have a well-balanced you know, it's, study it, on it's that. interesting you say that because that's very similar to the studies that have been done with uh, people who are live the longest in other countries around the world that have low Alzheimer's and dementia rates where we have such yeah. high rates. Yeah. And so, so again, call, you know, other cultures. Yeah, well, and we all also have the Mediterranean diet, that magic Mediterranean diet. Mm. So there you go. So that might be a good cancer prevention diet right across the board. Yeah. I want to ask you about something that's on television all the time. And I'm sure you know, because I wouldn't have known about this, honestly, but I keep seeing the ads constantly. And I said, I'm going to ask Dr. Danoff about this. Peroni's disease. Okay. So, <laughs> so Peroni's disease is, is sometimes called the bent spike syndrome. So what happens uh, there is a plaque uh, in the tunica, in the, in the, body that fills with blood when a man has an erection and that does not allow this tunica or this body to expand and it bends around the inelastic plaque uh, and uh, it makes the uh, the penis bend in in a very abnormal way I think it's a bit overdone nobody knows exactly what causes it Uh, there's a condition called Duputrens contraction uh, which is a contraction of the palm of the hand some it's sometimes called a claw hand. And if you take the tissue from that contracture and compare it to the tissue from a Pyronis plaque, they are similar. Uh, we have a new, a new injection uh, called Xyloflex, X-I-A-F-L-E-X. It's a collagenase, which we inject directly into the plaque, and it helps dissolve the plaque. Nobody ever died of Pyronis, but it is called the 
bent spike syndrome. Mm. Now, why is that all of a sudden so popular? Why am I seeing ads on that? I didn't know about this 10 years ago. Is is there there more of it? It's been, yeah, it's been around for a hundred years. Uh, and, uh, there have been, you know, a hundred things on the market purported to make it better, but nothing has come along other than this Xyloflex. So this is a new collagen aid. Uh, it's very expensive. It's very profitable for the drug company. Uh, yeah. And therefore, they've taken the lead in making this, quote, a disease, end quote. Mm. So I'm not sure it's a disease. It's just kind of an annoyance. And you have to be a bit of a contortionist, a little Cirque du Soleil action to, <laughs> with the mm. with the bent spike. But but mm-hmm. usually it's it's innocuous. Nobody knows why it comes about. It often disappears spontaneously. Oh. Uh, but there is a new profitable uh, product out there to to help cure it, and I think that's why you hear about it, Patricia. Mm, yeah, I, I was wondering about that because all of a sudden, you know, yeah, within the last yeah, maybe six yeah. months, you yeah. know, I'm seeing it's, this it's, and um, it's, it's wondering. Way, so, it's, it's, it's amazing yes. how money how money talks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody's so, going to make a profit. It's, so let, it's out let there. me ask let me ask you this. Um, we've got a few minutes before the first break. Sure. When when a man comes into your office, and I'm going to take this in stages. I'm going to look at someone maybe 55 plus six, maybe a baby boomer who comes okay. in. What do you say to them that might be different in terms of advice for good physical health, sexual health? What might be difference in the difference that you might say to a man 50 than you might say to a man younger? Well, a man 50 will often come in with symptoms of an enlarged prostate, getting up at night, frequent urination, incomplete okay. bladder emptying. He may also have an issue about ED. Uh, so we will discuss those issues. You know, in a 30-year-old man, it's usually some, some irritative process or some infectious process. So uh, depending on the age bracket, the, the disease entities are different, and we approach them differently. I wouldn't ask, you know, a 30-year-old the same question I would ask a 60-year-old. Right. Right. How many times are you getting up at night or things like that? Right. Right. Uh, did, you, did you have your PSA? I mean, no man who comes in who's 60 or 50 or 60 years old should go, leave my office without getting you know, uh, the PSA, a digital mm-hmm. rectal exam, perhaps a prostate ultrasound, you know, prostate cancer screening. I would never do that in a 30-year-old. Right. Do you think that how often should men come for a yearly screening? Uh, once a well, year? You know, once, a year is, once a year is more than sufficient, uh, starting at age 40. And again, if you have a male relative who has prostate cancer, you're probably would be prudent to start at age 35. If you're an African-American male, age 35, and then you should go right through probably till your late 70s. Hmm. Okay, so every year. The key, All right. the, key is, the key is early diagnosis. We want to get this disease when it's still confined to the prostate and it's manageable. Once, once it escapes the prostate, it becomes very, very difficult to manage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like breast cancer, correct? Exactly. If you catch it early. Yeah, very analogous. Very analogous. Yeah. yeah. Boy, that's great. All right. Now, we're going to take a break. But before we go, and you'll say this each segment at the end of the segment, tell us how we can find your book, your books, if people have questions, how, how we the find ul- you. The Ultimate Guide to Man's Sexual Health on Amazon and all your favorite booksellers. Uh, my website, the Ultimate Guide to Men's Health.com. 
I'm at Cedar sinai Medical Center here in Los Angeles. You can call me, text me, email me, <laughs> tweet me. <laughs> okay. All right, which is which is really important. All right, well, when we come back, um, I want to talk a little bit more about superfoods. And, okay. you know, I want to talk a little bit more about, you say the best aphrodisiac may not be what you expect. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about, you know, how emotions, how um, attitudes play such a big role in all of this, and also, too, how you take care of your health. So my guest for this whole hour is Dr. Dad- Dudley Danoff. I've interviewed him before several times, and he's always delightful. And he is a urologist, author, and graduate of Princeton University and Yale University Medical School. He is has achieved worldwide recognition. He's the author of two best-selling books. One is The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health, and he is known as the urologist to many Hollywood stars. He won't tell us who they are, will you? <laughs> uh, no, you really can't. But I can assure you, Patricia, they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like just like you and me. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with okay. Dudley Danoff about men's sexual health yeah. and physical health right after the break, right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back, and this is Patricia Raskin with the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. I think we're in our 18th year now. It's pretty exciting. My guest for the whole hour, who I've had on before, who's terrific, is Dr. Dudley Danoff. And he is a urologist, author, graduate of Princeton University and Yale University Medical School. He's the urologist to many Hollywood stars. He's gotten many national and international honors. He's widely published. Uh, He's the author of two books, and the book we're talking about is the 
ultimate guide to male sexual health. And today we're talking about love and Valentine's Day and, you know, how can you be your best self physically, sexually, at all stages of life, and particularly as we age. Uh, Welcome back, Dr. Danoff. Oh, thank you, Patricia. All right. So you talk about one of the things you say is the best aphrodisiac may not be what you expect. So what is it? Uh, By far, it's love. L O V E. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The greatest aphrodisiac ever invented was love. Now, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there uh, that is purported to be aphrodisiac. I mean, rhinoceros horn, goat gonads, uh, all of that uh, absolute nonsense. Oysters. What about oysters? Say that again. I'm sorry. Oysters. Oysters. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> no, no scientific basis whatsoever. However, when it, when we suggest something as an aphrodisiac, I take this uh, sugar-coated blue uh, purple pill, just water and sugar. And if I suggest to you uh, that it's going to be an aphrodisiac, make you more romantic, um, make you more stimulated, uh, I am giving you the placebo effect. And in things related to sex and romance, the placebo effect, believe it or not, Patrice, is about about 40%. I mean, there are some uh, compounds out there. One that comes to mind is a plant-based yohimbine, marginal, that it will make you sexier, uh, minoxidil or nitroglycerin paste, uh, but nothing. There is nothing out there now. Let's talk a moment about the magic blue pill, Cialis Viagra, mm-hmm. uh, the so-called vasodilators, PDE5 right. inhibitors. Those are not uh, aphrodisiacs. Those are not drugs of desire. Those are drugs of performance. They actually mm. do something medically. They vasodilate. They dilate and increase blood flow. Got it. So Got big it. difference between Viagra and Cialis. Uh, and I love the tagline, uh, Cialis. You see it on every sporting event, uh, a Super Bowl, football game. If your erection lasts more than four hours, you know, call yeah. the doctor. Well, if mine lasted more than four hours, I would call everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. So, yeah, great, great selling point. Uh, anyway, uh, the other thing I wanted to bring out is this about anger and hate and jealousy. Um, those are an absolute no-no. They have to be kept out of the bedroom. They are absolutely the opposite of being an aphrodisiac. Anger, uh, the epinephrine effect, the vasoconstriction, You want just the opposite of vasoconstriction. You want vasodilation. You want blood reaching those special places. Anger, frustration, all of those things are an absolute no-no in the bedroom. Mm. And and you won't be able to perform, right? I mean, you well, won't... it makes it, it, it more difficult. I mean, let, just we all think of our own lives. Uh, I mean, we want a nice romantic place with Hawaiian music and palm trees. I mean, we yeah. don't want to be in a dungeon with anger, with loud right. noises. Uh, uh, right. Those is, those is... things are negative. They have a negative impact on your physic your physical ability to perform. So is that why often when people make up, they make up in that way and it's so great because they got over the anger and now they're making up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that one of the great anathemas to any successful relationship is anger. 
I, I think uh, the contrary to anger is communication. If you are angry at me or I'm angry at you, let's communicate. What are you angry about? Right. What am I right. angry about? Right. Let's see if we can correct it. Uh, you know, do unto others as you will have them do unto you from the Bible, but it's the same thing in the bedroom. Uh, right. You know, tell me what you want. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me what you don't want. Let's communicate. I mean, if we could do that, uh, you know, we're, we're way ahead, not only in our interpersonal relationships, but in our sexual relationship. Right. Which is why they say that after you're angry, when you're making up with the person, it often can be good because you feel better. Oh, you know, absolutely. You can't feel worse than you are if you're angry. You're angry at yourself. You're angry at your others. You're angry at your relatives. You're angry at your at your business associates or workplace compatriots. Anger is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless and that's why it's important to talk thing, it out. Everything you look at the bright spike, not the glasses half empty. The glasses half full. That's right. Same, that's right. Same glass now. Now, another way to invigorate your sex life is with those superfoods. So let's talk about those. You talked a little bit about that in the beginning, but let's talk more about superfoods. Well, I mean, maybe we exaggerate when we say superfoods. Superfoods means super choices in your food. So we need you to do low fat. We need you to do low calories. We need you to do low carbohydrates. And we need you to do low glycemic foods. And we have something called the glycemic index. And it's a measure of how quickly foods are digested. So mm. high glycemic foods cause a surge in blood sugar followed by a cr- crash. And so this is, this is negative. Uh, so we want you to be with low glycine foods. So we want you to eat more fruits and veggies. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to eat the brown rice instead of white rice. We want you yep. to eat whole grain pasta rather than regular pasta. Mm-hmm. And processed foods like white bread white rice, breakfast cereals, crackers, all of those have a high glycemic index, and, and those are bad. Natural foods, like most vegetables, fruits, nuts, beans, whole grains, uh, they pass slowly through the digestive system, and they use up more energy and burn more calories in the process uh, mm-hmm. than the high glycemic foods do. So that's kind of a quick uh, tutorial. <laughs> Uh, what about those are what, right? So, so sugar definitely would be high glycemic because yes, the absolutely. white, you know, the, the the refined carbohydrates are going to turn into the sugar anyway. But right. what what about fat? What about fat? Well, fat is terrible for your coronary arteries. So, I mean, right. I just, I, you know, just to, if you like a steak, make sure it's a lean steak. And, and absolutely stay away from fried and fatty foods. I mean, right. it clogs up your arteries. Uh, it, 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 it affects your cardiovascular system. could lead to stroke, heart attack, shortness of breath. Uh, we need stamina. Uh, you know, having sex is an, is an athletic event. <laughs> so we, we like low-fat. Low-fat, high-protein, pro- yeah. lots, yeah. of, lots of tofu. If you lived yeah. in a perfect world, you'd be eating 80% of your diet would be tofu. It's almost the perfect food. Right. The although, there, although there is a controversy about that. There are people that say soy isn't good for women or for certain things. So there's a controversy well, about prostate. So uh, the last okay. time I looked, I didn't meet a, I haven't met a woman with a prostate. So. Right. 
Okay. You know, so this is definitely you know, for men. About, this is for men. You know, we yeah. talk about what's good for you and what's and what's uh, bad for you, Patricia. And I've been around such a long time that I and I'm always trying to watch my diet and stay in shape. And so so now I'm trying to eat low fat, uh, you know, high protein. So they tell me. Uh, eat chicken, so then I find that chicken have estrogens. Then I say, well, eat fish, and they tell me, well, yeah. the fish has mercury. And then right. they tell me, so, you right. know, the problem is almost anything you eat, somehow there's something bad involved. So I think you have to take sort of a middle road, mm-hmm. moderation in, in everything. I mean, you want to eat bacon, uh, you know, don't eat a pound of bacon, bacon once a week. You want to eat a fried mm-hmm. egg? Don't eat a fried egg every morning, you know, once or twice a week. Uh, you want to have a good steak? Don't eat steak five nights a week. So uh, I, I think if we do everything in moderation, I think uh, we're going to be on the winning side. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And um, and the other thing I think, too, is watching dairy. Now, some people are, you know, have trouble with dairy digesting right. it, and some people don't. So dairy is no, another so- thing with the fat. Well, you know, obviously most dairy, cheese, milk, uh, non-fat milk, cream, ice cream, all of those things are are very, very high in saturated fats. So those are danger foods, again, in moderation. Uh, Now, obviously, if you have what we call hyperlipidemia or hypercholesterolemia, meaning you have a propensity to have high circulating lipids, which has to do with, uh, with genes, uh, then you have to be extra cautious. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are also a lot of substitutes, non-dairy cheese. Not everybody right. likes them, but right. there's a lot, so much of soy milk and coconut milk and almond milk right. and cashew milk. I mean, there's yes. a lot of substitutes today, too. So, yeah, which is great. All right, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk some more to Dr. Danoff. And one of the things we want to talk about is five questions that every gay man should be asking his doctor but isn't. So we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about um, uh, five healthy sex habits for men. There's quite a bit here. And that... um, how do we stay healthy and sexy as we get older? So those are all in the future in this wonderful interview with Dr. Dudley Danoff. And again, he is the author of the book, The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health. And he is a urologist to a lot of the stars in Hollywood. And he won't tell us which ones, but he is. And he's achieved worldwide recognition and uh, really does a lot for this whole movement to keep our men healthy and um, healthy and sexy and happy. So stay tuned with us right here on the Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone. 
and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. My guest for the whole hour is Dr. Dudley Danoff, and he's talking about ways that men can make 2020 their healthiest and sexiest year yet. He is a urologist, author, and graduate of Princeton University and Yale University Medical School. He's the urologist to many Hollywood stars, the recipient of many international awards. And the book, he's written two books. The book we're talking about is The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health. And we're talking about love and Valentine's Day and this is the month of love and how do you stay healthy and happy and sexy at all ages and stages of your life as a man. So we're focusing on men today. Welcome back, Dr. Danoff. My pleasure, Patricia. Thank you. All right. So what are the top five questions that every gay man should be asking his urologist but isn't, or his doctor but isn't? Well, firstly, let me me state for a urologist uh, treating a gay man or treating a straight man or treating a bisexual man uh, I, I'm not going to go through all the alphabet soup, uh, but right. many of the same many of the same problems. A man is a man, and whether your partner is is a is a as a man is a is a lady or another man, the passions are the same, uh, the doubts are the same, the anxieties are the same, uh, the, the physical conditions are the same. Uh, of course, with one one major major exception, and the first thing I deal with when I'm dealing with my gig patients, of which I have very many, because interestingly, Cedar Sinai Medical Center is right uh, on the borderline of Beverly Hills and West Hollywood, and West Hollywood has one of the highest uh, uh, gay. Uh, I mean, is inhabited by more gay men than almost any other community in the country. So we mm. see a lot of them. They're the same as regular men. So the first thing I emphasize when I'm talking to a, a gay man is to practice safe sex. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's important in the, in, the, in the heterosexual community. It's important in the bisexual community. But it's especially important uh, in the gay community because there is high-risk uh, behavior which is more prominent in the community. So safe sex. I don't care what you do. Two consenting adults, closed doors, join the Cirque du Soleil, but you've got to practice safe sex. So that's certainly number one by a mile. So um, number one is safe sex. So that means safe, using the condom. I mean, it's also important in the, in the, in the heterosexual community, but it's right. even more, more, uh, important more important in, in, in this community. And the second, the second thing I talk about or try to emphasize is that um, it is extremely important to know the complete sexual history of your partner mm-hmm. uh, because uh, 
your present partner brings a template of, of every single contact that they have had in their entire sexual history uh, to the table. Uh, so uh, to know the history uh, and, and trust so the So that's important in every, in heterosexual and... Oh, absolutely, in, too. It's but both. It's even, as they say, I, you know, many of the history. Things, you know, they're not, you're not, I mean, a gay man is not a unique man. <laughs> he right, just, exactly. you know... His his heart goes out for somebody of the same sex, but what is what is in his heart, what is basic to his emotion, is his feeling is act is the same. It doesn't matter who his partner is. So m- much of it is absolutely the same. And when I wrote my book, I would just sort of the second the second edition. Instead of saying he she a lot, I talk about partners because a yeah. lot of the issues that we deal with, it doesn't matter. You know, gay, bi, trans. It's across the board. If you're a man, you have a penis. If you're a man, you have a prostate. Uh, right. Even if you're a transsexual man, you you have a prostate. Which brings me to the third issue that's very important uh, when I speak to the gay community, as I do to the straight community, and that is prostate health. Uh, did you have your annual digital rectal exam? Did you have your annual PSA exam? Did you have your your annual ultrasound? So prostate health is, is, is also very important. And then, of course, all of the other things we talk about, uh, which is good health, uh, make sure that you have uh, a good exercise program, a good diet program, and, and by all means, uh, have your yearly physical with an internist. Make sure that your blood pressure is in line, that you don't have high cholesterol, that your blood sugar is not out of whack. Uh, so those are the four or five main mm-hmm. things that I talk to gay men about. Okay, let me ask you, and when you said protection, safe sex, you meant condoms. Any right. particular advice with that? Well, the, the time to think about a condom is not, you know, at the moment of, uh, of sex. Uh, it's it's got to do a little pre, you know, like game planning, like preparing for the big football game. You have yeah. to be prepared. <laughs> Be uh, before the moments of truth. So uh, you know you have to think it through, and you have to talk to your partner about it. You must communicate. Again, we're getting back to that uh, issue of uh, of communication. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Any particular like latex or any particular material that's better for others than others, or not I, really? I think it's. Uh, Patricia, I think it's absolutely a matter of, of personal preference. Okay. And I don't own any stock in a condom company, so I'm not going to plug it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just asking about materials. No, I, and I, I, I and, think there, you know, yeah. there's a, there are a variety of materials and flavors and shapes, and uh, yeah. anything that does the trick is fine. Okay. Now, I do want to ask you this, because this is a little bit off the beaten path, but it's more popular now, and that's the whole transgender world. How do you deal with that, Dr. Danoff, and have you? Well, uh, early in my career, I I was involved in transgender surgery, uh, and I found it very, very challenging. And um, over the last 25 or 30 years, I have not been involved with transgender surgery, and I'll tell you why. Uh, transgender surgery, and I'm talking about the surgical part because I am a urologic surgeon, is very complex, 
And the psychological problems, the endocrine problems, the metabolic problems are also very complex. And in order to have a successful transgender or transsexual uh, surgical program, you have to have an entire team. You have to have psychologists, you have to have internists, uh, you have to have endocrinologists, you have to have uh, surgeons, uh, general surgeons, gynecologic mm. surgeons, uh, um, urologic surgeons. Uh, so I am more of a urologic oncologist. The main part of my career has been treating prostate uh, cancer, uh, kidney cancer, uh, but, but what if cancer. what if one of your patients was trans? Well, if if I have a trans patient, I will right. treat them as a as a urologic patient. So if the patient is is genetically a male, uh, uh, they have a prostate, so they need an annual PSA. I mean, they may have they may have breast augmentation. Uh, they may be taking uh, estrogens. Uh, but they need their prostate check. That that transgender patient who is genetically a male has the potential of getting prostatic enlargement with obstruction to the flow of urine, or in fact, getting prostatic cancer. So I treat them as as a prostate, not as a transgender patient. So um, if they then were trans, but with male anatomy, you would treat them as a male. Is that right? Is yeah, that what you're saying? I'm talking, I'm t- I would treat them, I, I'm not, I would not treat a genetic female who trans to a male. I mean, uh, that would Got be. Got it. But, but it. If, if a genetic, um, genetically a male transitioned to a female, I would treat the male part of, of that transgender patient. Got it. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about for people who, um, you know, want to stay young, what are seven mm-hmm. ways to stay young and healthy and sexy as you age? So, Dr. Danoff, tell us again where we can get your book. So the book is uh, The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health. How to Stay Young at Any Age. It's available on Amazon and all your favorite booksellers. You can go to my website, theultimateguidetomenshealth.com. And I'm at Cedar sinai Medical Center here in sunny Southern California, Los Angeles. Right. And they can also um, write to you on the website. Yes, anytime. Absolutely. Okay. And um, and now, uh, do you write a blog as well? I know you have your yeah, books. Yeah, I, I blog. And I put articles out there. I tweet. There's a lot of stuff on the site, the ultimate guide uh, to menshealth.com. I'm writing articles all the time, testosterone replacement therapy, uh, the, the new uh, anti-aging drugs, the, uh, mm. the things about prostate, what's the latest on robots, a, a, a lot of stuff out there. On robots. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, we could talk okay. about that for a moment. It is interesting. All right. All right. Well, um, we've got about a minute for to break. So if you want to give us a sneak preview on robots, go ahead. Well, it's the new way. Uh, if you have uh, an operable prostate cancer, meaning an aggressive type of cancer that can't be treated with active surveillance and you need a surgical approach, we do it with a robot. Uh, no incision, a couple of little keyholes. We do it as an outpatient. Uh, we preserve potency. We preserve continence. That's uh, great. 
don't lose any blood. <laughs> it's 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 the biggest miracle that I've seen in my 40 years of practicing urology and doing prostate cancer surgery. So if you do have prostate cancer, worst case scenario, fellas, no fear out there. All right. Well, that's great to know. And they can write to you about that, too, about the robotic surgery. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Danoff about Valentine's Day is not just for the young and seven ways to stay healthy and sexy as we get older. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking for a fun yet informative program about health care for your pet? Check out Awesome Woo Woo Holistic Vet Advice with Dr. Jim and Kristen Carlson. They look into natural health alternatives for ourselves, so why not our pets? This program provides the most up-to-date, accurate, and innovative information about traditional and holistic veterinary medicine. You'll find a ton of answers regarding your pet's health every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests, which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune into All Rise, the Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and our children. Tune in Fridays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show Hi, everyone. We are back, and we are talking to Dr. Dudley Danoff. I'm Patricia Raskin, host of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. We're in our 18th year now, and have just I've been so blessed and honored to interview so many amazing people, and Dr. Danoff is one of them. He's a urologist, <laughs> author, and graduate of Princeton University and Yale University Medical School. He is the urologist to many Hollywood stars, and he's gotten many awards, international and national. His book is The Ultimate Guide to Male Sexual Health, and he has another book as well. He speaks all over the world. And today we're talking about love, and we're talking about Valentine's Month and Day, and and how can men stay healthy and vital and vibrant and sexy. And so now we're talking about as we get older, how do we stay vibrant and vital and sexy? Welcome back, Dr. Danoff. Thank you, Patricia. All right, and we have lots of, you know, lots of men over 50. It's our fastest-growing population in general. Right? The baby boomers. Absolutely. So what do you say so, to them? 
All right. I say I, I, can, I cannot reiterate at this point enough. Attitude is the key to sexual longevity. Yeah. Yep, um, attitude. And my yep. patients tell me that uh, sex gives them just as much joy at 70 as it did at, at 20. Some say it's even better. Uh, and uh, you can have equal pleasure. Maybe you can't run as fast as you get older or jump as high. Right. Uh, but it can be no less satisfying to take a stroll in the park. Uh, so attitude is everything. I think somebody asked... Um, a uh, famous movie director whose name I'm just blocking at the moment uh, okay. used to be ma- used to be mayor of uh, Carmel, California. Oh my God! Why am I blocking his name? Eighty-eight years. Anyway, he's eighty-eight years old. He stars in movies. He produces movies. He acts in movies. And they ask him, you know, how do you how do you how do you stay so how do you stay so vital? And he said, I don't let the old man in. <laughs> is this I, is this Clint Eastwood? Right, exactly. How yeah. could you block his name? But I, I did. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I don't yeah. let the old man in. So for old people, older people, uh, it's really about attitude. It's a power of positive thinking, you know, uh, as applied to uh, to your sexual apparatus. If you think you mm-hmm. can form, you can. Uh, if you if you give up. Uh, if your attitude is poor, if it's negative, if it's anger, it doesn't work. And, and needless to say, as you get older, I mean, physical fitness becomes a very important part of what you do. Um, now, sometimes in an aging person, there are arthritic changes. I mean, in terms of position, uh, you can't move or bend or twist uh, like you did when you were younger. So positions have to be modified. Lots of right. modifications, but uh, all doable. All doable with a positive. But we uh, have, but we have to modify in different ways as we get older. In in everything we do, there's going to be a modification, or in many things we do. Correct. Right. We have to certainly eat less because our metabolism slows down as we get a little bit older. Uh, So, uh, but I, but I sort of have the the kind of the seven ways to stay sexy at any age for Valentine's Day. Okay. I I just go through my my list. Uh, We talked about one: exercise regularly. A yep. two, a minimize consumption of fat and cholesterol. Number three, uh, control your weight. Number four, uh, refrain from smoking, excessive drinking and drugs. So, uh, you know, smoking is absolutely off, off the table. Uh, alcohol in moderation, I think, is probably a good thing. Uh, drugs, it depends what drugs I mean, the kids are all telling me that, you know, cannabis is the thing. I'm, I don't have too much experience with it uh, from what I read, what I hear, what I see. I think in moderation, it's probably okay. Uh, certainly, number five, watch your blood pressure, see your internist uh, on, a, on a regular basis, basis. And I think, as I said at the top of the show, most importantly, do not think old. Uh, and I think if you do... Yeah. Those few things, you're going to have, you know, a better life as you get older. You're going to have a better Valentine's Day, and you're going to have a better every day. <laughs> I think that's true. I think part of the problem in our culture is ageism, where, you know, people will say, well, you're going to keep working. I mean, I get that question. You're not right. retired. No, I love what I do. It, right. It's like, it, you know, it, it's, it's almost as though we reach this point and we're supposed to either, you know, be on the couch or we're going right. to get dementia. I mean, I don't know who made, and we can't find love again, and we can't start right. a new business. Who made those rules? 
Right. I, 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 well, it, you know, it's a conundrum. I mean, I, I see a lot of you know, high-profile patients, very, very wealthy, who can well afford to be retired and go to the South Pacific and this and that. And I encourage them all uh, to, to work as long as they can. I mean, they may not have to work, you know, 60 hours a week. Uh, and, it, and my observation as a physician and as a surgeon uh, is that the, the the people that are still active somehow either in their business using their brain or some very absorbing hobby are you know at a at a later stage in life much more alert and much happier however i think it's a little bit of the chicken and egg conundrum because there are many people who no fault of their own become physically frail diabetes hypertension heart disease stroke so i wonder if those people who get those diseases and those infirmities and cannot be actively engaged uh, you know is it is it they got those infirmities and couldn't be, or because they stopped working, they got those yeah. diseases. Yeah. It's a it's a real chicken and egg conundrum for me, Patricia. Mm-hmm. Well, part of but, that I think too is staying around those positive people, right? If you right. want to be something, you you follow somebody who's doing it, right? Because but, you know how negativity balance. is so infectious, and it'll just yeah. bring you right down. But on on balance, I, I certainly encourage people to not retire as long as they're physically able and to keep actively engaged. And in my observation, those are the people that are the healthiest, uh, they're the happiest, uh, they li- live the fullest and richest life. Uh, yeah. You know, the grump, the grumps. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying there's not a grumpy old man somewhere out there. There are quite a few of them, but uh, I think there are a lot of happier old fellows with a yeah. smile on their face uh, who are, seem to be indestructible. I agree. Well, I feel that way. I'm a boomer and I, I wouldn't stop working because I love what I do. It's not about work. It's about my life. And I exactly. think, you know, if you, if you love what you do, it's all part of who you are. Right. So I think that's so true. Well, this has been really wonderful, Dr. Danoff. <laughs> I have to tell you, this has been very special. Uh, very enlightening and inspiring and um, you know you make urological health <laughs> come alive <laughs> well, I can say. <laughs> so you know as I've said if you've seen more penises in your professional life than they can fill the rose bowl and if you don't have a sense of humor there's something seriously wrong with you so <laughs> yeah, that's great well yeah. I appreciate it and again people can find your book online the male the ultimate guide to male sexual health and it's is it doctor DudleyDanoff.com, or is it the name of your uh, practice, the website? So, yeah. So you could my my email address is my name DudleyDanoff at gmail dot com. Uh, my the name of my practice website. A lot of inform, information on that. Tower Urology, one word. Tower Urology dot com. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there, and I'd be happy to communicate with any of your listeners. Well, I really thank you. It was a pleasure to have you on the program. Stay on the line for a minute. Really, it was great. Okay, thank you. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> thank you. All right, okay, folks, that pleasure. wraps up thank you. this edition of the Patricia Reskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. And you can find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. You can like me there. If you'd like to see all the wonderful guests I have each month, like Dr. Danoff, go to my website, or you can write me, Patricia, at Patricia Raskin. And I'll put you on my email newsletter list and you'll get my newsletter once a month. All right. Until next time, have a great week. Bye for now. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back.